Okay, you are welcome back. Okay, um, I'm glad to have you back. Yeah, um, I last week we were supposed to do some episodes on money and finances. Uh, and even the last episode we recorded, uh, there were a little technical issues. And uh, I apologize if you were not able to hear very well. If you experienced any hitches trying to listen to the podcast, okay, we promise uh, a better transmission subsequently. Okay, so we're moving right into what we have today. And today, just like you already know, our topic is kind of uh, going strictly to the men however it's a counsel for the women for the ladies too so uh, whenever we're talking for a, the any part of the sex the opposite sex we are also directly or indirectly educating the the other party yes however today we're going to be talking about the man his work and his woman now let me tell you something You see, these two things I just mentioned, they are the most, I wouldn't say, after God, they are the next most important thing in the life of any man on earth. Now, so if if I want to make it complete or whole, I will say the man, his God, his work, and his woman. But today we are talking about the man, his work, and his woman. It's very critical. It is so critical. Men, you cannot afford to just miss this. You know, a lot of men, they will be complaining. Uh, Is it that I'm not this? I am not that. I've been to this. It wasn't working. See, let me tell you. If you are a real man, most times I use the word real. Because I want a whole lot of people are in fact if you are there are so many differences between a man and a woman and of course once you have those uh uh developmental changes body changes you are automatically categorized as a man so that's why i'm going to be using a real man and and when i want to talk to about the ladies i'm going to be using a real woman because there are so many men but there are few real men (laughs) okay now i might look um it might okay when when i was actually uh preparing and thinking about this topic i wasn't smiling i wasn't smiling because it was really paining me it was it's paining me so much when when i see some things when i hear some things and i'm I'm like are you serious you are a man what are you thinking what exactly are you thinking you think some of these ladies are foolish you think every woman is like every other person out there just looking for things to 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 pass time no there are real women there and they are looking for real men so if you've got to get a real woman you've got to prepare yourself to be the real man so the man his work and his woman and i'm going to be taking this topic from the book of Genesis chapter 2 verse 15 and verse 18. I'm going to read in message version of the Bible. 
Genesis chapter 2 verse 15 says, God took the man and set him down in the garden of Eden to work. Okay, I'm going to read that again. God took the man and set him down in the garden of Eden to work the ground and keep it in order. Now, when you read 16, 17, God was commanding the man, you shall not eat of this fruit and of that and of that. So now I'll jump down to verse 18. After giving the man work, he now gave the man a woman. That was where he now said in verse 18, it is not good for the man to be alone. Guess what? It is very good for the man to be alone. So far, he has no work. But if this man already has a work, then it's not good for that man to be alone because he would need a helpmate, suitable for him. So please, if you're a man, you're planning to get married or you are even married or you are planning in the nearest future, maybe in five years, 10 years, two years, whatever you plan to get married please and you're already in a relationship you're, you're seeing that beautiful woman that's figure eight and all of that and and it's in your mind but you haven't defined your work yet please just forget it please forget it you cannot get any real woman like that you're just going to get one of these women out there they will they will be okay with you you've got no work let's go so far as i'm called missis Real women, there, there is more, they are looking for more. <laughs> yes, they are looking for more. In fact, that's one of the ways to know a real woman. Okay, so I'm going to continue. So when I when I say work, it's I don't know what is your understanding of working, but here I'm talking about identifying your assignment, your God-given assignment. That is your work. Now, I can I can use this or I can say this in two categories. Identifying your God-given assignment. Your work, you know, your work is not just what you do. Your work is not just your job. No, there is more to it. Your work is what you are, who you are, what you are becoming. That is your work as a man. Okay? So I want you to understand work in that context. Alright. So that is that. If that is settled, then we move. So, you as a man, your worth is not in your muscles. It's not in your height. It's not in your skin color. It's not in anything you want to think about. It is your work that determines or that defines your worth as a man. Oh, yes. So, a man's value, a man's esteem is largely in his work. Now, that is why when you see a man, for instance, I'm going to use a job right here. When you see a man lose his job, you see a married man, he just lost his job. He he becomes restless. In fact, he becomes naggy. At that point, that, that, that is the point where you are the wife of such a man and you, you mess up 
if such a man doesn't have God in himself, doesn't have the spirit of God, that's the point most men beat their wives. Because they've lost some sense of value, some sense of respect, some sense of uh, esteem. You know, so a man, a, a man sees his work. In his work, he's more valuable. In his work, he looks more prestigious. That's how a man is made. He was made to work. Mm-hmm. A woman was made to help the work. I'm going to get there, and I, I, I want to be fast. We're already, we're already taking a whole lot of time right here, and I still have a lot of things to talk about. Okay, so I've said that a man's value and esteem is largely in his work. Okay, now from that scripture that we read, a man was giving work before a woman. That was why I said, if you are looking for a woman, you don't have a work yet. Please just forget it because you're just going to get one of those women. Yes, you aren't going to get a, a real woman like that. No, you've got to get a work. Now, another point I want to make clear for men here is when God made the woman, when God made the man, the man was found in God's presence. So a woman met the first man in God's presence, secondly, at the place of work. So man, you know what makes you a real man? These things are what makes you a real man. That woman should meet you in God's presence. Not just in church, please. I beg you, it's not in church. <laughs> A lot of people are in church. In God's presence. What is your relationship with God? Are you a man that can be able to lead a woman spiritually? Are you capable of being the priest of your home? What is your spiritual capacity? That was where the first woman met Adam in the presence of God. Where did that woman meet you? Or where are you planning for that lady to meet you? In the beer parlor? Oh my goodness. He met. So women, you've got to take note. Where she met him, the first man and woman, was in the presence of God. Where did you meet your man? Where? It's an indication of the kind of man he is. The second place where Eve met Adam was at work. The Garden of Eden. Two things. The presence and work. Now, I know that that point is made clear. Now, I I, I want to state this categorically. I want to state this categorically. That a woman needs the man's work to be fulfilled. See, let me tell you. A real woman needs that man's work to be fulfilled. You cannot carry me and tell me we're going nowhere. You can't take me and tell me uh, I've got nothing to, to make better. No. I can't go on that journey with you. It's very frustrating for every real woman to meet a man and he, he, he does not have no, he doesn't have anywhere he's going. Probably he's even going everywhere. No definition. I'm still coming to that. See, your work as a man makes your woman fulfilled. 
It makes her carry her shoulders high. It gives her an assignment. It gives her what to help with. She was wired to help. And if she comes and finds you empty, that is disaster. Man, it's disastrous for a woman. Most times you blame these women. You blame these women. She's this. She's bossy. She's she's this one. She's puppy. She's puppy. Puppy. It is your 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 low self-esteem. It's your your lack of presenting an assignment for her to carry on. She came to help. She didn't come to be idle. She came to do something. And if you aren't doing nothing, what were you expecting her to do? This is where a woman, see, a woman is, you know, I, I was, there was something my, one of my mentors, uh, Dr. Miles Moran said, he said, you know, the Bible described the woman as a weaker vessel and a lot of people are taking it out of context. A weaker vessel does not mean that the woman is weak. It means that that woman is fragile. She's a delicate vessel. She should be handled delicately. That's what it means. You know where she was formed from? She was formed from the ribs. The ribs, not from sand. Delicate, that's, that's the woman for you. If God called the woman a helper, she couldn't have been weak. A, a weak person cannot help you. Imagine you want to carry a bucket of water on your head now. You are in, in the what you are anywhere or in the boho, you're fetching water and you want to carry it uh, on your head. You, could, you couldn't lift it. Please, if you see someone that is dying, wiggling and passing, would you call that person to help you? No. You're going to call someone that is as strong as you are or even stronger than you to please help me. Why did you call the person? Because you know he got some strength in him. If God called a woman a helper, she wouldn't have been weak. She's strong. Women, we are strong. And that's why when we come into the life of a man and that man isn't doing nothing, we don't just waste our strength. We wire it somewhere else. And when you now wire it somewhere else and you are doing some amazing things, this person now begins to feel inferior. Why are you feeling inferior, man? You didn't give her anything to do in the first place. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. So we move ahead. So a, a woman needs your work to be fulfilled. That is part of a real woman's fulfillment. She wants to find fulfillment in, in seeing her husband as the king in the gate. Yes. She wants to make that thing that you've said, this is where my heart is. She makes you make the best out of that thing. Just put a little thing in the hands of a woman. She multiplies it. Put any small thing in her hands. She, make, she makes it worth whatever you put in her hand is like a seed she brings it out as a fruit to be eaten yes that's the capacity god has built inside of a woman and if she comes into your life and you are not making those things functional man you are killing that woman man you're killing her there are some potentials in her that need to come alive by the reason of your work yes yes so now I want to also state something that a woman needs a man that knows his work. A man that knows his work. In fact, to have a work is one thing. To know your work is another thing. Yes, you've got a work. Beautiful. Do you know it? <laughs> God. Oh my goodness. See, let me just tell you. Real women are not just looking for lovers. 
they are looking for men on a course. They are looking for men on assignment. Assignment that they can push to the limelight. Yes. A man that knows his work. You have a vision. That's fine. You might not have all the uh, the money. You might not have all the cars. You might not have all the houses. You might not have all the things that men look at as, as success and prosperity. But you have a solid vision. By solid, I mean it's not just on your head. It is written down. It is plain. It is runnable with. That's what Habakkuk said. Write the vision, make it plain upon tables that he may run that read at it. But you you come, you, a man, you come and say, uh, I have the I have the vision to be the number one most uh, leading personal development strategist in America. I have this, uh, I want to do this. Are you for real? Okay, so please can you show me this vision on paper? Are they written down in a format that can be run with, even if you are not there? Are they written down? Is there a roadmap to that vision? Or you're just thinking things in your head? See, let me just tell you. If wishes were horses, beggars will ride. Everybody have dream. Everybody have vision. Yes. Everybody. Wake anybody up from their dream. They will tell you their visions. What distinguishes yours from a real man is you you know what you you know that vision you know your work even if you are in it yet you have it written down you have a roadmap to it not that you want to be number one you want to be the president of Australia how do you want to do that you want to be you want to open a multinational company please what is your roadmap to it don't tell me what you want to be tell me how you want to get there you don't know how so like, where are we going like seriously you don't know how you want to get there you maybe you, you are looking maybe uh some good th- there is a place for divine intervention divine this and divine that but man god gave us sense so we can give him rest you see the the how of that vision is in you, you you've not taken time to just sit down and make it work most times we're waiting, we're waiting for god for things he has finished with us and he's waiting for us yes Man, come on. You've got to gotta work. <laughs> okay. I I think um I've got to rest it here. Our recording is already already getting longer and I don't want to make it longer. I don't know if anything I've said about this topic the man, his work, and his woman was able to bless you. So please, there are so many things you don't need to uh, blame a woman for. You just need to do your assignment and leave the rest. When you do your part, the other part will, it will just automatically flow in. See, let me tell you, real men, let go, let me just say this. You are so attracted to a woman when you know your work. You are too attractive. Whether you are short, whether you are black like charcoal, whether you are, you are, if you know your work, you have a solid, runnable vision. Any woman can fall for you. That's why most times you see women marry. Say, what did they see in him? Man, he, she saw something that you are not seeing. Yes. Come on. It makes you more attractive. Not your muscles, not your height, not your your accent. None of those things. There is more to being a real man. And of course, you get a real woman, you've got to really be a real man. So woman, there are so many things you have to look out for in a man. 
you met a man and said, I want to marry you, the first question you will, you will ask is not, do you love me? No, it's very wrong. It's not the first thing. Where are we going? Okay, this place that we are going, what are we going there to do together? What? What, are, what will we be doing there? That's marriage for you. This is why marriage is failed because the reason and the purpose for the marriage from the beginning was not satisfied. It was not ascertained. They just entered into marriage. You think it is a, is a sex, uh, uh, <laughs> sex uh, validation? Ah, procreation. You think so? That's why after sex, after giving birth, most marriages crumble because there was nothing more. What more? Okay, so please, I, I think I'm talking too much. I've got to stop here and I know you've been blessed in this episode. Of course, I'm going to see you by the message of God this weekend on Money Matters. Thank you so much. I still remain your humble host. I am Ijoma Lillian. I'll see you on the other side. Bye-bye.